Hello lovelies, welcome back to the Beauty Buzz with me, Deborah. This week I had a gorgeous guest on, Amy from Ganbrew Coaching. We chat all things meditation, cacao and more. I hope you really enjoy listening to this episode as much as I did. Amy, hello. Hello. Welcome on the show. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm amazing. All right. So Amy, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay. So my name is Amy and I am the founder and owner of Gambaroo Coaching. Um, So it is a life coaching business Mm -hmm. and we also specialize in business and Mm. teams coaching. Okay. Um, I'm also a cacao practitioner. And meditation teachers. Yeah. So I do hold like retreats and workshops as well as one-on-one coaching. Okay. And what kind of, what kind of made you get into this? Like, were you into, mm-hmm. like, did you go on kind of retreats and do cacao ceremonies and stuff before you kind of went, oh, this is a path like I want to go down? Or how did you kind of, how did it find you? Um. So yeah, I suppose from a very young age, I mm-hmm. really struggled um, with, I suppose, self-confidence, yeah. self-esteem mm-hmm. um, and especially, I suppose, during my teenage years. And I think the older I got and I suppose I, I got to certain places that I kind of had to explore, I suppose, myself. Yeah. And in light of doing that, I started to really realise, oh my God, like these feelings and thoughts in my head mm. um, are perfectly normal. Yeah. And I suppose it was a combination of society and school growing up that Mm -hmm. that wasn't talked about. Yeah. So when you kind of felt like unworthy or, you know, low Mm self-esteem or whatever it may be, you felt like really, really alone and you felt nearly embarrassed to talk about it because you felt like you were the only one feeling like that. Yeah. So then I suppose the more I went to my own journey um, and the more I discovered that, God, you know, these things are actually quite perfectly normal, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. Yeah. And there's so many tools out there to actually, you know, help you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh my God, like, you know, if I had realised this when I was, say, a teenager, mm-hmm. my teenage years and even like my 20s would have been so, so different. Yeah. So I think that's what brought me on the journey. I was like, I can't go back in time. Mm-hmm. I can't help my younger self. But mm-hmm. if I can help others and especially, I suppose, younger girls um, believe in themselves. Yeah and change their thoughts and feelings about themselves, then that's really what I want to do. Mm. So that's kind of how it all started. That's so lovely. I love your story. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I love your story. And okay, so with that, like with kind of self-esteem and stuff mm. like that, so obviously people would go to you for coaching. Mm. Like where, like where's your starting point with that? Like mm. is there a particular question you ask all your clients or mm. like what you do, like a little bit of research on them mm. before you kind of advise or what way does that work? So I think there's a bit of preconception about life coaching. Like mm-hmm. even if you kind of, you you know, sometimes on social media, they come across memes and stuff. And, yeah. you know, it's a bit of a joke. Go to a life coach and, or, you know, their early 20s and they'll, they'll tell you what to do. But that's not what a life coach is mm-hmm. about. It's about actually just creating space, a safe space mm-hmm. for the client okay. um, to explore whatever they want to explore themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, because all the answers are within. They really yeah. are. You know, whatever anyone needs is within themselves. And no one knows you like you know yourself. Mm. Um, but sometimes in life, we're just so caught up in, I suppose, the hamster wheel of yes. life that yeah. you can't see the tree from the woods. 
Um, so it's just about going to a coach and creating that space for yourself. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, you might go with the objective of one thing mm-hmm. and it actually ends up being something completely different when yeah. you go down through the layers. So people can come, you know, for coaching, maybe they have a goal that they want to like mm-hmm. achieve and they're just kind of not sure how to go about it. Yeah. Um, it might be, you know, a career changer move mm-hmm. um, or then, yeah, it might be self-esteem or confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it's just about creating that space um, and a coach will never tell you what to do. Mm. Um, they will ask you, they are trained to listen and not yeah. only pick up on what you're verbally saying, but to pick up kind of maybe your body language mm-hmm. because a lot of our communication actually isn't verbally. Yeah. Um, and then they will just ask you probing questions for mm. you to come to your own discovery Yeah. Um, for whatever that may be for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, when you're talking and chatting to a friend or a loved one, a family member, like 70% of people are only listening to then answer you with their yeah. own story. And judgment. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, especially if it's a loved one, like they have your best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. But everything's perception. Yeah. And what they think and feel may not necessarily be right for you. So yeah. when you're sitting with a coach, you're in a safe space. There's mm-hmm. no judgments. They don't know you. Mm-hmm. So sometimes as well, it's, it's easier to be completely transparent and oh, honest yeah. about how you're feeling. Yeah. Where for a loved one, I suppose you kind of feel at times you have to keep up a little bit of a facade or you don't want to insult anyone. Yeah. Or, or you have or, to be careful yeah. with everything that you're saying mm-hmm. and doing or, you know, they know things about you. Whereas if, say, for example, if I went to you, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know, you know, my day to day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. And also too, like usually there's they say there's about five whys mm-hmm. to get to an answer of something. Okay. So usually, you know, when you think, I don't know if there's something, you know, you may want to achieve in life and you may think, you know, no, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Usually that's not the real reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's about really exploring that and seeing mm-hmm. what are really the roadblocks. Because a lot of time in our minds, we can put up these roadblocks mm-hmm. that are just in our mind. And all it is really is fear. Yeah. So oh, no, it's it really, is. It's, it's totally fear. It's yeah. Fear. So it's yeah. really getting to the nut of really what is that fear? Mm. And then going from there. And sometimes we don't have the awareness to do that by ourselves. Mm. Um, so it's about creating that space to really explore you. Yeah. So basically you give people the tools mm-hmm. that they need to make the changes that they want in their lives. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But like, you know, there's a great saying that I really stand by and it's that like, if the egg is broken from mm-hmm. the outside in, life mm-hmm. begins. But if the egg is broken from the outside in, mm-hmm. life ends. Okay. So like everyone really needs to make their own decisions that they want change. Mm. So you won't go to a coach and they'll say to you, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Okay. They will help you come to the discovery of what you need and want to do for Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. And then the chances are then that's how you will get results because you're making the decision that you want to do it. Okay. So it's not like a life, as you said, I suppose it's a a misperception on social media that you think you go to a life coach and like your life is just going to be fixed nearly yeah. um but yeah that's that's really interesting so mm. it would be similar kind of along the lines of kind of counseling a little bit yeah, yeah. like counseling obviously is counseling is really to work on the past and potentially like yeah. a trauma a to specific deal event. with things yeah. yeah yeah this is going forward 100 yeah. percent. but also obviously the past does come up in it mm-hmm. and you know also talking to misconceptions there's there's a huge kind of stigma around the word trauma and mm-hmm. oh you know 
I can't use that word because, you know, maybe Mary down the road has had a lot more hassle yeah, or hardship in her yeah. life than me. Yeah. But like the truth is everyone has experienced trauma in mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Maybe some of us with a capital T, some with a small T, yeah. but everyone has had trauma and yours is relevant to you. Yeah. So regardless of what that is in comparison to anyone else, you know, that's irrelevant. You know, you're mm. still worthy of feeling the way you feel and working your way through it. Mm-hmm. God, I feel like I feel like I'm I'm kind of going through my head now, and I'm like, oh my god, trauma, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so kind of in relation to like, say, helping kind of your younger self mm. and that sort of thing. Like, would you have you dealt with like a lot of teenage girls or? Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I think just even like, you know, there is, you know. I think, you know, and again, we're coming back to misconception Mm -hmm. and we're talking about social media and, you know, I think there is a lot of this idea and, you know, you see an awful lot of it online and it's like, oh, you know, follow me and learn how to love yourself and, you know, in five easy steps or, you know, and I kind of look at it and I'm like, oh my God, if only it was that easy. Mm -hmm. Like, this is something that like I've been working on as long as I can remember and and it's still a journey and Mm. it's still a process, you know, and I think you need to be really you know, real with people about that. Yeah. Um, and you have to start to where you're at. Mm. And sometimes before we can even contemplate loving ourselves, because that's too much of a jump, it's even just accepting ourselves. Yeah, no, totally. Which isn't yeah. that easy either. But no. there is so many tools out there that you can use that over time mm-hmm. will start making the difference and you'll start just noticing that you're speaking to yourself differently. Yeah. Or, you know, when you're catching a glimpse of yourself in the mirror that, you know, you're talking to yourself differently. Yeah. Um, but that does take time. Mm. And, and it's suppose, constant yeah. as well. It's not a kind of you do this for six weeks and your whole life's after changing. It's a constant thing. And I think as well for young girls, um, like on like Instagram and social media and stuff that they think that, as you said, you know, you do these five steps, you're sorted then mm. and it's not necessarily the case. No, and yeah. I think the, the the big thing too is that, you know, it's right really starting young. Mm. So really, really young from like childhood that mm-hmm. we're really, you know, putting love into ourselves. And I suppose yeah. it kind of comes back to too, like society and stuff like, you know, you know, the famous thing, oh, she loves herself. Like yeah. it's a bad thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? especially it's a very yeah. Irish thing as it's well. Such a, it's yeah. such an Irish thing. She's full of herself. Or, yeah. yeah, where like my wish for everyone would be to love themselves. Yeah. And I think if that had been definitely when I was in school, more of a focus mm-hmm. of actually loving yourself than say algebra or something, yeah. we'd all be striving a lot better don't, in life. Don't need algebra. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, and then kind of with... Like with the coaching and stuff, like what would you, what would be like your top tips for, like if I said to you, and I know this is kind of a tough one because you're not dealing with a person like individually, but generally for someone who has kind of low self-esteem, mm. low confidence and is kind of in a little bit of a rut and is looking to come out of that and mm-hmm. better themselves, what would be kind of your starting points for mm. that or your tips Okay. I know so, I'm throwing that at you, sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, I think there's there's a few things. I think, you know, what how you're feeling and there's a root core to that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you some people might say, Oh, like I, I feel crap, I feel I've low self-esteem, but I don't know why. Yeah. You do know why. Yeah. Um we might not want to go there, mm-hmm. but we do know. So I think it's getting really real with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think journaling's a great way to do that. Yeah. And as I said, they say there's about five whys to any 
real answer. So mm. it's kind of like, you know, I've low self-esteem. Well, why? Why have I low self-esteem? Because I don't like the way I look. Why do I not like the way yeah. I look? And you keep learning it like you'd learn an onion. Mm. And I think then when you get to the root of what is creating that low self-esteem, and it may be a physical thing, it may be yeah. something that you've went through in childhood, mm-hmm. etc. Then you can start working on it. Yeah. And I think even it can be as simple um, as creating a powerful morning routine. I think there's so much power in starting your morning off good. And mm-hmm. I think when we see this online again, it can feel like I need all this time in my day to have a powerful morning routine. And you actually don't. It can mm-hmm. be as simple as when you wake up first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. instead of looking at your phone and looking at Instagram, yeah. literally say three um, three things you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. So a simple in your head, three things that morning that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And then when you go and you're, you know, washing your face, putting on your makeup, brushing your hair, as you're looking in that mirror, keep repeating an affirmation. Yeah. And it could be, I'm enough. It could okay. be, I love myself exactly as I am. Whatever is relevant to you mm-hmm. that you're trying to work on with your own self-esteem. Yeah. And then as you're having your coffee or your tea before you leave the house, um, just actually mindfully drinking that cup of tea Mm -hmm. like rather than being on social media rather than doing 500 things that we do just literally sit there and be present Mm -hmm. and just notice yourself notice what's around you notice even the warmth of your mug and Mm -hmm. each sip you take and that's training you to be mindful Mm. and even that sounds like three simple things in the morning sounds so so simple but you're straight away putting yourself in a good mood because you're showing gratitude you're putting positive affirmations into your brain Mm. and you're creating mindfulness before you go out into the world yeah it's all about those little habits yeah you know, and it's it's just taking those small little steps and then over time you will notice, you know, you're more mindful and also too you're more positive. Like there's huge research, research to show the benefits of gratitude alone. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So, you know, if you're doing that, if you're being grateful for three things every day over seven days a week, over a year. Yeah. You're, you're, you're reprogramming your mind mm-hmm. and you're starting to see the goodness in yourself and everything around you. Mm. And it might sound so, so simple, but it works. Oh, no, totally. You totally. Know? You know when you're stuck in like a bit of a bad place yeah. and then you're waking up in the morning and say, for example, like it's freezing out now. You're like, oh, it's freezing out. Oh, it's dark out. Oh. So you're automatically, without even noticing, setting yourself up to have a bit of a crap day. Yeah. Like you're kind yeah. of like, and you're not being grateful. Whereas mm. instead... You're looking out and going, oh, the frost is out. It looks mm-hmm. really pretty over there. Or, you know, and little, like you were saying, the tiniest of things yeah. make a massive difference. Yeah. And there's a lot to, you know, there's a lot around about, you know, toxic positivity, which is, you mm-hmm. know, true too. Yeah. We have to, you know, there's... A, it's, it's a minefield. It's, I, it I is. I just find it it's so a hard. Minefield, but yeah. it's all perception. So mm. it's kind of like, you know, is, you know, is the glass half full or yeah. is it half empty, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah, you know... Life is not always going to be positive and rosy in the garden. No, that's that's a big that's a big thing. Yeah, it's an important thing to stress. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But it's just about enjoying and taking the good moments mm. in life, and you know, knowing when times are tough and they will be tough. There, there's there's no doubt about that. That it too will pass. Yeah, and that's all part of life and growing and evolving. Unfortunately, mm. and that's why we have to you know appreciate the good when we can. Yeah. Grab um, those moments and yes, mind them. Yeah. yeah. But also too, I think we all are very, very guilty of trying to, and again, maybe a society thing, mm-hmm. of suppressing the bad and mm-hmm. not wanting to sit with it because it seems like, oh my God, 
you know, I don't want to be negative or I don't want to don't want to show emotion. So yeah. we can have this tight, up, stiff upper lip and we push everything down. Mm. And like everything is energy. So when we're pushing all these things down, yeah. they have to come back up. Mm. You know, so it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay, you know, to feel a certain way and to sit with that. Mm -hmm. But it's actually to start having the awareness to become the observer. Yeah. So start looking at like, it's like, you know, it's not you. I'm observing how I'm feeling, mm -hmm. but that's not part of me. So yeah. maybe there's sadness upon me today, mm -hmm. but I'm not sad. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. just that change in the mindset. Mm. And that does take time. Yeah. Um. But that can be done. Yeah, and it's a growth process. It's a growth yeah. process. It's very, it's, it, you know, I find sometimes, obviously, like, I'm really into this sort of stuff, and obviously so are you. And I don't really try to be preaching to, like, family members <laughs> or whatever. You know, it's not that bad. Think of the good things. Be more grateful. But I just find as a whole, and I don't mean to generalise people, but Irish people as a whole, they kind of, like, we all are warming to it now. It Like, but we'd kind of... It's nearly like it's seen as being airy fairy or like you're kind of like, you know, your emotions, your energies. Mm. But you're right in what you're saying. Everything, mm. every single thing has an energy. And it's like, you know, when it, the vibe is such a word at the moment as yeah. well. Even my 73 year old mom is saying the vibe. That's a bad vibe because it's on like the telly and stuff. Mm. But it's it's the same thing when you walk into a room. Like you, you feel an mm. energy. Yeah, yeah you 100 percent do. But like. Back to that too, like everything is ancestral. Mm -hmm. And like they say, you know, you you carry so much from your ancestral. It makes sense, you yeah. know, down through the generations. Mm -hmm. And if you think of us as society, yeah. we were so suppressed for hundreds of yeah. years. And, you know, so many of our ancestors, you know, between the famine mm. and, you know, having to leave Ireland. And, yeah. You know, there was tough times and there was a lot, we were suppressed. Mm. And we felt we couldn't, you know, show emotion or, you yeah. know, like that too. You know, you couldn't brag or you couldn't be seen to oh, have can't no, to have no. too much, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So like that, that was just the way it was. And I think it is slowly changing, which is amazing. Oh, it's brilliant. But yeah. we also just have to understand like that that's how our ancestors and that's how our parents were, were brought up. And yeah. there was that, that kind of idea of, you know, you just get on with it. You just yeah. have to get on with yeah. it. And, you know, that didn't serve too many of us very well. No. You no, know? I think so, this is kind of why. Yeah, it needs to change. Yeah, we're yeah. more aware of, yeah. like, as you said, our confidence levels yeah. are, you know, because obviously I think as well, we're all quite funny. Like we're all laughy mm. and jokey like Irish people, but we'll laugh and joke faster than we'd actually talk about our feelings. Do you know? Or we make we make a joke of it or a bit of banter. Yeah. Or like we slag ourselves. Yeah. So I'd come here, I'm the yeah. worst person for that ever. And you need that too. You yeah. have to have a, like, you know, especially when times are tough and yeah. things go wrong, you have to just be able to at times, like, laugh at it. Yeah. And be like, will this matter in five years? And no. then if it doesn't, then no. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And then you were chatting about um, affirmations. Mm. Okay, so I bought your affirmation cards and I absolutely love them. But for anyone that doesn't know, what is an affirmation? Okay, so an affirmation is a powerful message. Mm -hmm. So a bit of a backstory. So our, subco our subconscious mind mm -hmm. is absolutely massive. There is, it's about 10 times greater in size than um, an encyclopedia. Okay. So there's absolutely no limit to your subconscious mind and what can go in there, mm -hmm. okay? But our subconscious mind is completely, it completely obeys us. So whatever goes in there stays in there, okay? Mm -hmm. Our subconscious mind is predominantly formed in our childhood years, okay? Mm -hmm. 
So a lot of us That's like can have, even I'm thinking <laughs> a lot of us can have very limiting beliefs yes. um about ourselves mm-hmm. based on, you know, what we've witnessed or what has been said to us mm-hmm. in our childhood. And also then obviously in adult life, but the majority of it's formed in our childhood. Mm-hmm. Um so we can all have these limiting beliefs and sometimes they're on such a subconscious level we're not even consciously aware that they're there. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of the time then why we have low self-esteem, low confidence, etc. Mm-hmm. So it's just about reframing and reprogramming that mind, okay. which we can completely do. Mm-hmm. But how we do it is by how we speak to ourselves. So by pulling an affirmation card every day is a great way of you reprogramming your mind. Um, and some of us may like to make up our own affirmations because we may know what we need. Mm. Um, but daily affirmation cards are a great way just to pull one in the morning. So um, yeah, and you can literally just re- have that as your little mantra for the day. Yeah. Repeat it after yourself. You can pop it somewhere, you know, where it's visible for the day so mm. you will keep seeing it. So that might be on your desk or on your mirror, yeah. um, whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to kind of do one for the week. Okay. And yeah. kind of, because I feel like, you know, it, you're consistently then saying it for the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because they say even with recreating a new habit, 21 days is the ideal mm. timeline to do it. So if it's really a, an affirmation that's really, really important to you and you're trying to really change a limiting belief, mm-hmm. I would recommend that you choose one and go with it for okay. the 21 days. Yeah, because it is. I know it sounds, it might sound mad to some people, but mm. I was literally like, everything's so busy. And then I was going to work um, trying to drop um, L off. And just, you know, when you're trying to get out of the house and it's just crazy. And I actually just seen the cards there on the table. And I said, you know what, Deborah, take a moment out. So I picked one up out of the deck. I actually shuffled it and everything. Yeah. I took one out and I was like, you can do any." It was something along the lines of, you can do anything that the day, the universe has yeah. for you today or something like that. Mm. And I actually turned around to myself and went, you know what? Yes, I can. <laughs> yeah. And then with that, was fine. Grabbed the baby, put the dog away, went to work, was grand. Just went about my day then. <gasps> But literally a sentence or even a sentence mm-hmm. on a card can actually make everything okay. It's, 100%. Yeah. It's about just taking that moment for that to happen. Mm. You know, like there's, you know, when something maybe really bad happens in life. So say, you know, I don't know, you have a big argument with someone yeah. or, you know, you get bad news mm-hmm. or someone passed away. And yeah. then, you know, you go to bed that night and when you wake up the next morning for those few seconds before your okay. brain kicks yeah. in, you forget and you suddenly feel okay. And then you remember. And those thoughts then generate the emotions in your body to Mm -hmm. how you feel. So, so much is what we think programs Mm -hmm. how our emotions and how we feel. So it really is about changing that thought pattern. And the more you think good things, the more you're naturally just going to be reprogramming yourself to go to that point. Mm -hmm. And it's also about creating awareness then when you are having a negative thought and actually just stopping for a minute yeah. and changing that loop. Yeah, and affirmation cards are a great way so to do that. Good. And yeah. where where can I buy them for anyone oh. who's listening? <laughs> Little plug. Oh, I love it. Um, so you can buy them on my website, okay. which is gambaroocoaching.ie mm-hmm. or you can find the link on Instagram, which Brilliant. is also gambaroocoaching. Yeah. I'll see a little plug. Um, <laughs> but okay, so then I'm going to move on to cacao, okay? Because mm-hmm. I don't want your cacao ceremonies. No, it was over Zoom, so I'm sure in person it's different. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't believe how well it came across on mm-hmm. Zoom. And like, you're just lying in your bed and you're like, I was like, tears start rolling down yeah. my face when I was lying down, when I was meditating and stuff. And like, 
it's just crazy. So for anyone, because everyone mm. thinks it's actually like a drug, it's mm. actually not. Um, <laughs> explain what cacao is. Yeah, so cacao... Um, so first of all, it's a superfood. Mm-hmm. So even if you're not, you know, spiritual or have no interest in plant medicines or mm-hmm. meditation, it is actually so unbelievably good for the body um, and is the most source of magnesium than any other food um, you mm-hmm. can take. Okay. So it's absolutely a superfood full of all the goodness um, that you want um, and it gives you absolutely loads of energy, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, it also has endorphins in it. Um, and it has the P chemical in it for anyone okay. who knows that activates happiness okay. in the brain. Um, and it's also the chemical that's released when you're in love. So mm-hmm. it gives that feel good vibe. Yeah. Um, but the cacao that we drink um, on that ceremony mm-hmm. is Keats cacao. Yeah. So that is completely whole cacao. Um, because obviously you can buy cacao in a health store, yeah, which is very, very different. different. Yeah. yeah. So this particular ca- cacao... Um, is a plant medicine okay. and it comes from Guatemala mm-hmm. um, and it's completely 100% natural and organic. Mm-hmm. And from the minute the cacao beans are pulled in Guatemala, it is prayed over. Okay. And it's spiritual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I just randomly came across cacao myself mm-hmm. um, a good few years ago and like that, didn't really know anything about it. And I think at the time it was described to me as think of it as a hot chocolate. Mm, and yeah, I think for any, was, yeah, 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 I think for anyone that it's you know, not like hot chocolate. yeah, <laughs> if think that that is you know the easiest way for you to kind of get your head around mm. it because it is, it looks like a hot chocolate, yeah, um, and I suppose it tastes like a very bitter dark chocolate. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't, it doesn't. I I love. <laughs> see, the reason why when I someone says it's like hot chocolate, I'm like it's not. I love a hot chocolate, and <laughs> it doesn't. It tastes like it's basically like cocoa powder, nearly, mm. but with a bitter twist yeah it's yeah. bitter that's why yeah. I think the dark chocolate it's bitter like mm. dark chocolate but obviously you can put in you know I always put cinnamon and mm. honey in mine to kind of create that sweetness because yeah. I personally like a sweet taste mm. um, but for me um, the cacao plant medicine it's very very gentle and it's known as the heart medicine so it's about really opening your heart space and mm. that's why it's such a lovely ritual to drink cacao and meditate because obviously when we're meditating we're trying to ultimately get over our head and into our body Yeah, and I think it just aids that like mm-hmm. beautifully and for me and the journey I've been on over the last few years I suppose it's been the most life-changing Okay, developing my relationship with cacao mm-hmm. it has really helped me become more and more in my body because I was a huge overthinker yeah. lived in my head which you know we need to do but it's yeah. important we live in our bodies as well mm-hmm. and I think cacao has really aided me to get in to my heart space in particular and live through there mm-hmm. um, and I think people may be listening to us thinking what the hell uh, yeah, what are they, yeah 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 um, and I think it's one of those things you just have to experience it to fully understand it yeah definitely like I okay so I tried the first time I tried cacao I ordered it on online and like that I think it was from maybe Colombia or mm. something it was South America anyway and I prepared it myself at home didn't do put music on like meditation music kind of briefly done a bit of a meditation and then took cacao because I was really especially in lockdown and stuff I really got into because I had the time and Mm -hmm. the space I got into yoga I was doing at the time I was trying to conceive as well so I was trying to make myself very chill Mm -hmm. so um it was a journey and it it just it really it does help you know it wasn't as nice as when I done your ceremony Mm -hmm. that was a different experience Mm -hmm. but when you're doing it on your own it's it's still lovely. Like I'd actually, I think after doing that ceremony, I'll actually bring it into my own life. But yeah. with like when you're preparing it and stuff, um, 
it's as you said you have to add in like honeys and mm. stuff like that to make it taste nice but I can't as you said I can't explain like it's a it's just a drink that's mm. all it is it's natural it's mm. not mind altering anything yeah. like that but it makes you feel it kind of makes you feel on a high and warm inside mm. Yeah. You know, well, like that there is so much like on a scientific level, there's so much goodness in there. Mm. Um, and then you've got the whole spiritual level, but yeah. also too, it's about creating that space. Yeah. When you sign up to do something for yourself yeah. and creating that space to drink with it and creating that ritual and then, you know, to, to set an intention for yourself and to call that in. Mm. And for my ceremonies, like I never... I never know how they're going to be. Yeah. I don't pre-write anything. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, pre-write a meditation or anything. I just trust that whatever needs to come up will come up. It's 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 mad. Like, I just, I can't get this across <laughs> enough. It's mad. Like, as I said, it was my first uh, cacao ceremony and I came home. I was working late that night and I was kind of, remember I said to you, I might be a little bit late jumping on. Mm-hmm. Um, went upstairs, got changed really quick, lied on the bed went through the ceremony you obviously bring people through a guided bit mm. of a guided meditation and then you start drinking the cacao mm. and then you're kind of lying there afterwards and when I say like it was like I was trying to open my eyes but I couldn't open my eyes because I felt that deep into the meditation mm. and then like tears were rolling down my eyes so obviously some sort of emotion was being released and like I wasn't actually crying though mm-hmm. Um, and then but afterwards then I felt as if all my worries, stress, tension was just taken away. I felt on such a high. Mm. And I remember going downstairs, my husband was watching telly. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I started talking, I was talking about me- like real in-depth stuff. I was like, you yeah, open your heart space to him. And he's watching football going, what are you talking about? So I just had to go back upstairs because I was like, I actually <laughs> not able for anyone that's not on this level at the moment. But it's, I, I would recommend anyone to do it. That's why it's so powerful because yeah. it's, it's back to earlier. Like, you know, we are predominantly in our heads mm. and, you know, like we need to be in our heads to get through. You know, we have to plan, we have to do things to get through everyday life. Mm. But, you know, I love the whole saying that if we if we think of ourselves like a house, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's an upstairs and downstairs mm-hmm. and you're constantly living upstairs, downstairs is going to go cold, it's going to go mouldy. And when you want to go down there, you yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah. And I think with us, how society and life is, we're programmed to live in our brains mm. because yes, we have to. However, our brains will always try to protect us. It's mm. not there to make us happy. So, you know, it will always have alarm bells of fear. Yes. Okay. And that's why it's so important to be able to jump from the head down into the heart, Mm -hmm. down into the soul, down into the body and, you know, be able to connect with yourself and truly give yourself space to know what do I want? Mm. And that's a big question to ask yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think cacao just is a lovely way of being able to make that connection. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for some people that's cacao, for other people it's breath work, it's Mm -hmm. sea swims, it's ice baths and whatever tool you need to use or you find beneficial for you. Mm. But the main thing that I can stress, it's about just getting out of the head and into the body. Yeah. Because the the body knows. Oh, yeah. Well, I think as well after kind of people in lockdown and life completely slowing down, obviously it's speeding back up again. But I think a lot of people have held on to certain things like sea swims mm. or, you know, I over especially social media now, like meetups with 
cacao ceremonies, uh, meditation ceremonies, um, yoga on the beach. Like everyone, it's so lovely to see that everyone's actually given themselves that little bit of time to, as you said, make the space for themselves, yeah. you know. And it has such a knock-on effect because yeah. even with like in relation to wellness, beauty, all that sort of stuff, it, it, it's all the one. It's all under the one bracket and it's all about you feeling good about yourself, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and then talking about like anyone who hasn't kind of tried any of this before, like where would you say for them to kind of start? You know, someone that like, because my, I think my listeners would be mainly kind of, I know what kind of, where they're at in life mm-hmm. nearly and what kind of age bracket they are and stuff like that. So like, what would you say to someone that doesn't have a lot of time for themselves? How do you, how do you break off and start making time for yourself? Mm-hmm. I think, to be honest, the whole thing, I don't have enough time was a little bit of an excuse. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because, mm. <laughs> you know, you make time for what you want to make time mm-hmm. for. And, you know, like as we were talking about the morning routine, yeah. you may not have time to do a two-hour meditation, yeah. you know, unless you can go and become a Buddha mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, but you can you can do the little things and it's the little things and creating the little habits that actually have the biggest impact over time. Mm-hmm. So it can be as simple as practicing gratitude. Mm-hmm. It, that is life-changing. It can be as simple as journaling and starting to actually get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Um and literally then start getting involved in a community. Like even just like, you know, we talk so much about diet and we're so conscious of what we're putting into our body on a food level. Yeah. And even, you know, going to the gym and exercising and mm-hmm. stuff. If we were even a quarter as concerned about what we're putting into our mind. Yeah. So even by, you know, looking at who are you following on social media? Mm-hmm. How is that making you feel? Yeah. You know, what are you doing with your evenings? Are mm-hmm. you, you know, watching Netflix? You know, you know, are you reading? Are you listening to podcasts? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's about actually feeding your mind and your soul. Mm-hmm. And it's all just the little things that you can do make the big difference so it yeah. doesn't have to be that you have to be meditating hours a day yeah and drink on, a cacao yeah, and do or going on yeah. going on retreats every mm-hmm. weekend you know it, but it's about just actually changing your lifestyle mm-hmm. um, and kind of the way you would apply you know your fitness routine like start making like a mental health routine yeah that's so yeah and you know what? I mm-hmm. love the way you said that having saying that you're too busy is, is a cop out nearly because that's the coach coming out and you, <laughs> you know that's so but you're so true because as you said you do make time or mm-hmm. maybe you're prioritizing everyone else yeah. before yourself or you're meeting up with mm-hmm. 10 people in a week yeah. or you know whereas you could be taking 10 little minutes a day out for yeah, yourself and we all do it I do it myself mm. I have no time and then you procrastinate scrolling on social media yeah. Instagram for 20 minutes like mm. and then come off probably feeling shy about yourself because yes. you're looking at everyone else's highlight reel and thinking oh my god they're living their best life what yeah. the hell am I doing self-comparison as well yeah. and uh-huh. it's just it just self-comparison is on I think that kind of nearly breeds like a bit of like toxic behavior nearly in, in people um, and they get nearly bitchy and jealous of what they're looking at but as you said it's a highlight reel mm-hmm. and that's all it is it's not someone's real life like yeah. even me thinking of you I'd be like oh my god uh, like she just meditates and journals <laughs> and drinks cacao but that's so far from the truth yeah <laughs> yeah and on that note too like I feel like as well you know, society puts us in boxes. Mm-hmm. So if we're a certain thing, we, we you know, we have to be just that one thing. Yeah. You can be anything you want to be. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, 
you know, I read, I journal, I meditate. Mm-hmm. I also go out and get like pissed. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what I mean? That's and yeah, yeah, like we can we can be everything and anything and mm-hmm. nothing all in one. You yeah. know, um. So it's just it's about creating what works for you. And I think the main thing I could say to anyone is actually just get out of your head, get out of what you feel like you're expected to be mm-hmm. based on society and life around you and get into your heart space and whatever works for you once you're being truly authentic to yourself mm-hmm. there's no right or there's no wrong yeah and it's nearly like um it's a good selfish is seen as a negative thing but we have to be selfish because yeah. you can't pour from an empty no. cup you have nothing to give people mm-hmm. yeah so true yeah it is <laughs> that's just and then with like okay so what do you do so obviously you don't do like meditation and journaling and cacao drinking all the time but what what are you, what's kind of your self-care routine um so I think the gratitude is a big one mm-hmm. I really do I try to have a really good morning routine mm-hmm. I really believe in being up early in the morning and starting your day off okay the way you want to start it off mm-hmm. and like that it can be as simple as what we were discussing earlier mm. um and I think the next thing is about creating that space to really just go into your body. Yeah. Um, and like that can be as simple as, you know, having a cup of cacao yourself mm-hmm. and like just mindfully drinking it. Yeah. Or it can be, you know, it can be as simple as well as going on YouTube and downloading a meditation and mm. doing it for 10 minutes. Yeah. But it's about creating space and also Creating space to create joy in your life. Mm-hmm. Like joy doesn't necessarily just happen. No, you have to, you have to, you have I think to that's make important. It. You have to make your yeah. own. Yeah. So, you know, whether that's meeting up with a friend, you know, for a drink or a coffee, whether mm. that's even just having a bat and having a mean night or whether that's, even if that is like, you know, re- sometimes I think as well, we can feel guilty over rest. Yeah. Because oh we God, feel like we yeah, shouldn't yeah. be resting. Yeah. Why but aren't like, I busy? Yeah, yeah. But like that's important to do too. We need to rest, especially to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when we're really busy, we can feel like, you know, it's it's harder to be creative. So you need to create that space. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just important about scheduling things the way we would schedule our working day. Okay. About scheduling time to do things for you. Yeah. And what that is is something different to everyone. Well, I find skincare routine, obviously, <laughs> naturally. Um, having literally five minutes to yourself yeah. or even two minutes mm-hmm. in the bathroom on your own, door locked, applying serums and washing your face. And you you feel like it's like cleansing mm-hmm. the day away yeah. and all. And you're kind of trying to give yourself that bit of energy and mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm actually going to start doing, I'll take a tip from you and start doing affirmations. Yeah, for as the you're week doing with it. That. Yeah. 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 Because like that too, then you're, you're working on the outside and the inside mm. in one. Yeah. And what do you, I'm going to kind of wrap it up now and I'm going to ask you um, about your kind of life coaching because I didn't mm-hmm. kind of, we kind of brushed on that a little bit um, um, with the life coaching kind of what would be, so how, how do people like get in touch with you? What's the process? Yeah, so the process is um, you can um, book on the website okay, um, or you can contact me through Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I would always have a discovery call okay, um, with a potential client and mm-hmm. um, explain to them a little bit more about life coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, they can kind of explain to me what they're looking for because it's really about finding the right fit. Yeah. Um, and then if the person feels like they want to go ahead with coaching, um, we will organise like a one-on-one session and that can be done in person okay. um, or over Zoom. Mm-hmm. And the initial session will be one hour. And then after that, it just depends. For most people, like, you know, it would be a minimum of maybe 
four or five sessions okay, that okay. they feel that they would need before they get to their goal or mm. their objective. But everybody is is different. Different, yeah. Um, what I do find really powerful about myself as a client, because obviously, you know, mm. I have coaches as well. Yeah. I find that is when you are working towards your goals, if you're working with a coach and you leave them and you know you're going back in three or four weeks and you're sitting down in front of them yes. again, you're more inclined They're to actually accountable. be accountable. Yeah. Where we can break our accountability mm-hmm. to ourselves yeah. the whole time. Mm. So I think that's that's a huge benefit of it. Mm. Um, and I think especially for people, you know, in the new year, if you, you know, everyone's going to have these, you know, goals and objectives they want to set. Mm-hmm. And if people are planning on purely reaching that goal and objective based on motivation alone, mm-hmm. you will fail. Yeah. Be under no illusion. <laughs> <laughs> because it comes down to discipline. Yeah. It really, really does. Because... The brain is so powerful. Mm. You know, we will never go hungry as humans because the brain will never let us. Mm-hmm. The brain gets what it wants and the brain likes nice things in life and enjoyable things. Yeah. So like on that cold morning, your brain like, I'm going to stay in bed five more minutes. Don't get up and go for that run or that yeah. walk, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when you've had a bad day and you're trying to do dry January and you come in and you open the fridge and that bottle of wine is looking at you yeah. the brain like oh you've had a tough day just have a glass of wine oh, you know <laughs> so yeah so it literally is about discipline and sometimes you know working with a coach can just keep you in line with that discipline and mm-hmm. that accountability yeah um, and you know if you're not in a position to, to go with a coach it's even having maybe an accountability buddy yeah that you can keep each other accountable mm. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good tip because, yeah. you know, kind of in January, um, a lot of people kind of go back into fitness goals yeah. is a massive thing. Mm-hmm. And if you have a friend that you're meeting up with and going for a walk, say, mm. you know, three times a week or whatever, you get that text message, you're yeah. going out. Whereas if no one's texting, as you yeah. said, the brain is just like, mm, yeah, not bothered. no, I won't bother doing it. Mm. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, that's what's really important as well in the new year and you're setting goals. Like, don't worry about everyone else and their goals and, and what they're doing. Just base you on where you are now yeah and to, you know a lot of the time the reason we don't go for our goals is because it can seem so so far away mm-hmm. so say maybe if I haven't been in the gym in you know a few years or mm-hmm. even only the last year the toss of going into a packed gym in January be like enough fear for me to not do it yeah. so it might be like you know what my my first goal is just to even go out every day for a 10 minute walk mm. you know you need to you need to start to where you are as yeah. well yeah, and, so and that's completely fine. Yeah, so you're basically saying the message that I'm getting from you is be kinder to yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, don't don't put your own expectations on what you're seeing others do. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to start from where you are at, at that current moment. Yeah, and that, that is tough, like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, Amy, thank you so you're much so for welcome. coming on. I hope um, everyone enjoyed this as much as I did because I could just sit here and talk to you all day. I just want to pick your brain. <laughs> we literally could talk yeah. for hours. So um, if you want to um, kind of get a little bit more information on Amy's next cacao ceremony, it'll be on her Instagram page. Yes, it will be on my Instagram page. I have loads coming up in the new year mm-hmm. from workshops, retreats, cacao ceremonies. So yeah, just follow me on Gambaroo Coaching. Oh God, I'm really excited about that too. Amy, thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want to send me any DMs, you can find me on my Instagram at lovebydebs. See you next week. <laughs>